Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo, what's going on, man? Man, well, the weather outside is frightful, but the Squire is so delightful. <laughs> and if you got your pipes to go, let it smoke, let it smoke, let it smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you really forced it, man, and it, it, it came out poor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think, I think I nailed it. No, I don't it know what you're talking it about, It was man. festive. It was festive. It's wonderful. <laughs> man, Merry Christmas, dude. We are, we are, it is upon us here. It is upon us. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. Merry Christmas to you. It is the uh, seasonal holiday episode of Country Squire Radio, man. Our big Christmas special. Happy holidays to you and the good folks at Country Squire. Yeah. And man, how how are things? Are, I know it's it's you're bustling down in Jackson, Mississippi, with the snow piling high and the uh, the pines. You know the the fresh pine scents is wafting Aspen, through the rafters. Aspen scent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hot and muddy like it is all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly right. Man. No, it's uh, no, we, we've had a couple days where it's uh, a little chilly, you know, and that's been kind of nice. But yeah, overall, it's been uh, yeah, just kind of normal, normal Central Mississippi, you know, mid sixties, low seventies. Uh, you know, it gets it gets hot during the day. It gets uh, gets uh, chilly at night. We uh, you know, wear wear shorts uh, in the afternoon and put on uh, our our uh, you know overcoats in, in the evening and and yeah. Yeah, just just normal, man. Everyone's getting sick, and you know <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Holly jolly, yes, oh, yes, man. No, no, it's great. Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess I ought to, I guess I ought to, you know, explain this to our, our listeners too. I'm actually. You want to talk about it? I, I think so. I, I, okay, all right. I, I, yeah, I, it's all. a big deal for for our family, so I think so. I'm I'm in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and, yeah, and you are. The reason I'm in quarantine, I don't think I have COVID, but. Someone, but neither did the guy that. But neither did the guy that <laughs> hung out with me for an hour on Monday morning, and luckily right. it was Monday morning, and it, 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 he was the, literally the only person I saw that day. So praise right, the Lord. Right, right, right. But like he, you know, he <laughs> literally we're sitting together, and he gets a phone call, and he he was like, "Oh, this is the uh the doctor calling me. My employer made me uh get a COVID test uh because one of my coworkers uh." has covid but i'm pretty sure i don't have it and i'm sitting here like <laughs> i'm like are you famous last words are you kidding me and he's Good about night. to pick up the phone and the you know sweet nurse on the other side of the phone is going to tell him that uh sir you've got covid and so my friend who will remain nameless but whom i'm um, just you know <laughs> feel like raking frustrated up. with I mean, yeah <laughs> it's really bad you know he's sitting on the other you know side of the counter from me and he says um he's he just looks at me and he's like Oh no, this is bad. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, we're laughing, but we're it's laughing, not funny but it at was, all. It yeah. was really, oh man, I'm really frustrated. So anyway, he had COVID, and um, yeah, and I sat with him for I don't know, probably 45 minutes. What do they say? The the virus incubates, and so right, right, exactly. And, yeah. and so I've I'm giving it the little window of time. Uh, to do that, and I'm actually uh, living in my upstairs of my of my house, actually. So I, I have not. Yeah, you got you got kind of like a nice little bunker I, setup. Yeah, we've got a little setup. This, you know, I have a really yeah. old house, and so Bo can uh, see the the video. I know our listeners can't, but um, you know, they're, they're, this old house, one of the bedrooms upstairs, has this kind of slanted roof because you know they took an old attic space and made a made a bedroom uh, probably 50 years ago. But um, yeah, so anyway, I'm up here recording all by myself and haven't seen my wife and kids for days. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's like a prison, you know, they, they leave you little food like at, at the door, you know, and then, and then they go right, downstairs right, right. and then I go out and get the uh, and, and get the get the food. But the food's not prison. Food. I, I want to be very clear. Yeah. The food is not the food is not prison food. <laughs> Um, and so uh, I've snuck out a couple. You know, l- listen, John David, you could just admit, yeah, the holidays were getting a little overwhelming. You needed a break. Need- <laughs> <laughs> this is a di- and you bribed this dude five bucks. I just want to say, like, this is an unmitigated disaster. Like, I, I like th- right. this is the time of year that in retail you're like, okay, we got to go, we got to get done, we got bills to pay, we got to get us get ourselves set up good for a for a really slow January, and right, the right, good right. Lord and His providence. Is like, nah. You're gonna sit in your guest bedroom, and you're you're gonna you're gonna chill. You're gonna record you're gonna with down. your buddy Bo while you're wearing pajamas. 
There you go. There you go. I didn't know you were wearing pajamas, but that is appropriate for this it, episode. It is. Yeah. So anyway, that that's the that's the reality. I have when no one's been home, I've snuck out in the backyard a couple times and just you know walked around, and gotten some fresh air. But um, I'm gonna go get tested tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be negative. Good. And I'm gonna yeah. go back to the country squire with Christmas clear, clear conscience Christmas and fury. Christmas cheer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> A holly, not so jolly, Something but but like you'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, you'll be there. No, that's, it, that's, it's, uh, it's that's great. So anyway, we're just trying to keep everyone safe, clear conscience. The shop is safe. My employees are all safe. Everyone's good. I'm at home, just uh, just by my lonesome. So uh, May yeah. May 2022, uh, put put the death nail into covid we'll, uh, we'll oh amen to that we'll man see. all right well, we'll we're gonna try to cheer you up man we're gonna try to cheer you up because of course this is the uh, the christmas episode of country squire radio yeah. and man we have got a lot of really really great stuff this week uh man i was actually i was scrolling through uh you know the the, the show notes that we've got for this week and we've got we got christmas fist feedback we've got some christmas uh, uh, uh quick fire questions coming up man we've got a good holiday uh, pipe question of the week and of course it would not be this time of year without all the good little boys and girls thinking about that dude with the big bag you know the guy the guy that flies around every single christmas night looking on his list for the naughty and the nice and when he comes down to the questionable there we are <laughs> Radio. and man i am super excited because we are doing our dear santa episode of country squire radio where we are, are kind of sharing with y'all three things that we are asking uh santa claus for this year now ideally kind of pipe related but it could be also pipe adjacent and i'm kind of helping myself out there yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, um, let's see. Before we dive into it, want to make mention, of course, that we are uh, made possible by our supporters at Patreon.com/slash/CountrySquireRadio. Uh, if you have not done so already, head over to Patreon.com/slash/CountrySquireRadio and uh, yeah, support the show there. Join the uh, International Pipe Club. John David, I know you since you are kind of uh, a little bit, you know, uh, uh, in in quarantine. Is there anything that anybody needs to know about this choir or anything like that? Like any uh, big specials y'all got going on? No. Um. What's going on at my shop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we had uh, we we did have a big uh, big uh, Black Friday push and all that kind of stuff that lasted into the first uh, day or so of of December. But um, yeah, man, just rocking and rolling as normal. We we're uh, running low on the ends of our uh, figgy pudding and cordial friends, so uh, we'll probably have a little bit of that right up till uh, maybe the day or so after Christmas. So uh, anyway, if you want some of that, get that and um, fun things. Looking forward to uh, for the new year. So we're excited about that. I know. I got to ask you, man, when it comes to some of these holiday blends, do y'all like basically do you the goal I would imagine is to sell out. But at the same time, yeah. if you have any leftover, do you kind of pocket it and kind of age it or do you just let it let it ride until? Yeah, you know? what, typically what we do, we keep um, all of our blending tobaccos are in an environment where they're you know kind of stable. So what we try to do is if we have leftover ingredients, uh, this and that, then we, um, you know, we'll keep it until the next year and, and actually sit on it for ah, a while nice. and then, okay. uh, tinker with it. We'll blend up a few batches and just make sure it tastes right. And if we need to tinker with it or anything, we can. Man, I guess that really is the benefit of being kind of a, you know, a, kind of that mom and pop tobacco shop is that you're, yeah. you're baking it up fresh, so to speak. Yeah, no, it is. It's it, And it's a year to year thing. You know, the quality of the leaf that we get is uh, different one year to the next. And so, uh, you know, some people are saying uh, cordial friends. You know, we, we have two we have two blends that we come out with at Christmas time: cordial friends and figgy pudding. Figgy pudding has always been the hot seller. It's the one that is, you know, everyone just you know has gone nuts over, and it's you know we're very thankful for that. But the last couple of years, cordial friends has gotten a really big following. It's gotten very very popular. It, not quite as popular as figgy pudding, but it's it's pretty close and. Yeah. Um, and, and this year's edition of it, uh, I think is more chocolatey than it, than it used to be. There's something about, interesting, yeah, huh. something about this blend this year that just seems to be a little more kind of a milk chocolate note there that I think was not absent in, in years previous, but just as more pronounced this year. So, you know, it's kind of different tobaccos like any other vegetable or perishable item or anything, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, going to change from year to year and it's got its own characteristics and, uh, we, we try to be as consistent as we can in, in all the processes, but it's, it's, it's open to small batch charm. <laughs> that's, so, that's good, yeah. man. No, the, the year to year variants. Yeah, I love right. it, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Dear Santa, mm. first of all, are you 
are you anticipating uh, toys or are you anticipating coal? Are you on the naughty or nice list, you think, this year? <laughs> well, you know, the nice thing is my, my name is coal. And so we always get a lot, exactly. of, a lot of mileage out of that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been – as a good Calvinist, I'll just tell you, I've been a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, theologically speaking. And I'm a bad is... <laughs> boy every year. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, – I'm, I'm not expecting a whole lot this year because, you know, we've got little kids in the in the equation now and all that kind of stuff oh yes i I have bought myself a a few presents this year and so i I probably don't need anything pipe related but i am hoping to get a few things and 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 so i thought i'd bring the list today to talk about uh about that so all right you you go with your first we'll kind of go back and forth you You want to go with yours back and forth okay yeah 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 yeah. what's first on your list okay well i've got some really random stuff here but this is uh this is exciting for me because it is stuff that i've wanted for a while so um the first one um there is a well-known tamper maker that is particularly active in the Instagram uh, pipe community. And and if you are a longtime listener of the show or someone that's just been involved in the pipe community for a while and you get on you know social media and all that stuff, you have certainly seen the work of Buttons for Your Britches. Buttons for Your Britches Instagram, his name is Larry Blackett, and uh, he is a pewter smith. And he makes these gorgeous pipe tampers and they're all made huh. out of food grade pewter it's just a it's just a beautiful uh work of art that he does this guy has been around for some time and and actually we've never featured him on the show or really talked about uh, his work much but larry is is just goes through these painstaking processes that he's you know kind of created over time to make these very intricate pewter tampers and he he creates a mold then uh, he's created this kind of proprietary process to, you know, stabilize the tamper so it's ready for use and all that kind wow. of stuff. But images that he casts these tampers into are just so intricate and so interesting and 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 fun. You know, it's almost like a really, really the, the way they look is almost like a really, really, really premium Monopoly piece. <laughs> you remember when you yeah. you remember when you play Monopoly and you get like the top hat yeah. or the little dog. Or the iron, or kind of that silvery type of yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah. You know, I'm sure those were like you know little cast metal items or stainless steel or something. You know, he he's using pewter, and it just kind of reminds you of that image or whatever. But um, man, just very very talented at what he does. So he's he's called buttons for your britches. I love I love this. He actually got a start, and and I think the main I haven't talked to I've never met Larry, I've never talked to him or anything, but just in doing my you know little research, um, my understanding is that his main line or of what he does is actually recreates historic buttons that are found on you know either at like you know battle sites for you know buttons that they found, or uh, you know if they're making replica uniforms for. You know, uh, either costumes or wow. you know, a history uh, reenactment or that kind of thing. But yeah. they actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. he has taken you know literal buttons from you know two three hundred years ago and recreated that to, to and, wow. and so you can have an actual copy of something that was made of a mold of of this button that you know ha- wasn't made for you know since. I don't know, before the American Revolution or something like that. Or or if you're like a reenactor or a LARPer or something and you need like a button repaired on your, Very, your gear. Oh, exactly. Right. Or like a, like, a copy of it. That is so made. niche, man. It's That's so, crazy. You think pipe smoking's niche? Like, <laughs> yeah, man, right. Larry Blackett, he is, he's niche, dude. And it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. It is awesome. Wow. So he um he just does a great job and has this incredible amount of skill and wisdom that one day he just decided to apply to his uh pipe smoking passion as well. And so uh makes these really cool tampers. You can actually message him through his Instagram account. Again, it's buttons for your britches on Instagram and uh check him out. But he um got some great work and I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the uh the big uh fat red clothed man uh brings me um uh, brings me a tamper from him i tell you what he's got one on here the father christmas in particular Mm -hmm. that is really nice Mm -hmm. that is really nice and very flattering to the to the man in red as well because there's not as much of a gut going on there so i mean like my favorite if i was santa claus and i saw that i'd be like that's the image i want kind of floating around a little bit more (laughs) it's like if it's like if someone took a um took a bow york head and put it on top of like brad pitt's body or something be like yeah Yeah. that's what i'm thinking about yeah. Well, that would just down. That 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 would just bring me down. What are you talking oh, that's, about? That's, well, that's uh, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, this is I a good really, one. I Man, really like yeah. the uh, tamper. My favorite tamper of his is the one that of a hand. It, it's almost a 
it, it's like a hand and it's holding a pipe. It's holding a pipe kind of horizontally almost. It's kind of interesting. But, oh, um, but yeah. I, love, interesting, I yeah. love that. I think, just think it's so cool. He's got Sherlock Holmes and all kinds of little, um, you know, figurines, shotgun He's got chess pieces, chess man. Pieces. There's little, you know, religious symbols and all kinds of stuff. It's uh, He's pretty he's pretty awesome. So anyway, well, check Cannon- his work out. And, uh, you know, maybe Santa, if you're listening, you'll, uh, you know, drop one off at... The old uh, coal household. That is so cool. Could you imagine like a chess board of just nothing but tampers? Like that'd be a good way to make sure that nobody walks yeah. off with your tamper because you can say, see it on the chess board. <laughs> it's like, oh, a pawn is missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. That was a good one. That's that's a really good one. So so mine, this I guess I'm going to, the first one that I have is is a little bit more like like pipe adjacent as opposed to That's okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I I really want okay so we've done episodes on lighters before um and you know i've kind of talked about in the past you know like hey match is all i need match is all i need i'm i'm fine with the match yeah you know i know you get your fancy lighters you know or give me a bic lighter if i just you know if i'm out on the water but otherwise yeah. you know i'm just going to use a match every single time and not in kind of like a you know that that kind of snobby way that some folks kind of be like well you can only really light with a match and only really these like special matches these swedish sulfur matches yeah mm-hmm. right yeah that's not me i'm just like no it's just simple and cheap yeah <laughs> like, oh, that's that right. is why ubiquitous I'm, yep that's why i'm a fan that being said i really want a cigar torch lighter Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this, this has been kind of, this is what did it for me. Cause like I've thought about it in the past and I'm like, well, I just, I really don't smoke cigars enough to justify yeah. owning one. Yeah. You know, cause I typically use a match. It's just not something that I go to, but you know, after recently with the, uh, you know, the 50th anniversary yeah. cigar, which was fantastic. Yeah. And I remember just like kind of wanting that more premium experience. I mean, if I'm going to enjoy a cigar, mm-hmm. From time to time, I kind of want it to be that premium experience. I kind of wish that I had had a torch lighter, especially because we were out on the back patio. It was a bit windy. Yeah. We were kind of like, you know, fighting the the match or the match was fighting the wind and the wind was <laughs> fighting the match. So there was just kind of this reminder of like, yeah, but can I really justify it? And then <laughs> this is when I realized that Santa might make an exception. I realized that a torch lighter, a cigar torch lighter has the potential to be a multifaceted tool. Because you see, John David, you can actually light some souffles and some marshmallows and everything it, with the torch light. You know that it, it, it's interesting, and I want to. I actually want to validate that your insanity here, because yeah. we, some of the <laughs> some of the largest. Um, so we sell butane at at our shop, right? Right. Um, right, right which right. you know, butane is the um, uh, you know the gas that we use to to power these uh, you know to eat torch lighters and premium pipe lighters. I I recently uh, just kind of as a test run, I've been uh, I, I picked me up one of these Karibi uh, old boy lighters Ooh, that I really like. Yeah. It's kind of a slim fit deal, and it's a it's a great little lighter. But they you know there again they use uh, use that butane, and uh, some of my biggest butane customers. At the Country Squire are chefs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because yep. they're coming in to buy uh, to buy butane for their doggone little, you know, I, I mean, I'm not a cook, but, you know, their little, whatever their little implements they need to. Yeah, I, I don't know the name of it or whatever it is. But yeah, they, you know? <laughs> that's the thing. They brulee the thing and right. then they like toast it. Yeah. And and it's one of the it was one of these things because we were looking at a recipe and my wife mentioned it and I was like, yeah, you know, we could light it on fire but i don't you know you can't really do that without a torch lighter and then i was like ching like the light bulb went off if only i knew and someone I realized, that owned the pipe and cigar shop right <laughs> well exactly i'm like you know and you and the funny thing is you look at it yeah and you can find cigar torch lighters for much less money than some of these like chef you know whatever things oh they're, it's they're a total the, scam yeah it's a total it's, it's the exact same product but like scam. one of them's like yeah. yeah like oh this is your you know uh you're only dealing with like the top of the bakery goods. <laughs> They're all made using... by the same company. They all are the exact same tool that like, they literally like they've, it, it's, it's a big scam. So yeah, the, these, yeah. you know, these poor chefs that are like, Oh, well, let me get my really fancy, you know, lighter for my pastries. Or I don't, I don't even know what the heck you use them for other than a creme brulee. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can spend several hundred dollars on these things and it's, you know, literally yeah. we've got, you know, wonderful torch lighters at the shop for, uh, you know, for, for 12, 13 bucks. So anyway, <laughs> you, you know what I'm actually planning on doing 
with it. Uh, aside from lighting cigars, if, if Santa hooks me yeah. up, I want to make the uh, I want to make it. You know, I want to light a, a, a premium cigar, but I also want to make some premium hot cocoa. Do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where Ned Flanders makes like this like perfect cup of hot cocoa no. to like get Bart Simpson to like come <laughs> to the window? Uh-huh. It like he just keeps on stacking it up with like cocoa, whipped cream, a graham cracker, a marshmallow on top of the graham cracker. He then toasts the marshmallow while yeah. it's on with one of those like torch lighters and then like shaves like chocolate truffles on top That's of it. That's what you want. I was like, yep. I want I want that and I want a cigar and I want to know that the exact same torch lighter did both. And, and you're going <laughs> to and you're going to and you're going to consume both at the same time. Right. <laughs> exactly. Cuz I'm a free American. That I think that would be great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. So uh so yeah, I mean, so that's uh that's that's first up on my list. Yeah, we need to find you a good torch. I mean, hopefully the uh hopefully the the uh, St. Nicholas will, uh, will bring you one. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, man. All right. What about you? What's your second one? Next on my list, I painfully need so- – this is like asking for socks and underwear for Christmas time. <laughs> Was it pipe but- cleaners? No, it's not. Okay, well, it, it's not that it, bad. It is, but it's not oh. the pipe cleaner you're you're thinking about. Ah. I guess. Um, yeah. It, so it it is kind of like asking for socks and underwear for uh for Christmas. It's like, man, what what do you need? I need the essentials. And what I need as a pipe enthusiast and retailer and occasional pipe restorer is I need some new buffing wheels for my buffer. Oh. <laughs> And we have this ancient buffer at the shop that uh, yeah. Mr. Reeves, uh, you know, put together when in the early 1970s when the Country Squire was founded. And um, man, my buffing wheels are worn out. They are worn the heck out. I mean, they just they just are. They are you know just getting to where uh, it's harder and harder to apply polish, and they're not as effective and all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, to get a pipe to really look you know, showroom perfect, you know, when you, we get those high-end pipes and we really want to, you know, it, it's just like any other retailer. You get your, uh, you know, you take your, you know, most prized possessions out there and you uh, put the cloth on it and make sure it's all polished up and looking good to, for all the, you know, folks to come and see. And, um, and you know, anytime we sell a really nice pipe too on the internet or, or wherever, we try to, you know, you know, just make sure it leaves the shop in uh, pristine condition. We want you to feel really good about what you get when you open it up. And, and also when, um, you know, we get estate pipes in, and I, I I farm this out a lot now. I used to restore estate pipes more myself. Just you know, I can't cut stems and all that kind of stuff, but I can you know polish the you know the ebonite and you know try to get some of the char off the rim of the bowl and all that kind of thing. And um, you know, that has just uh, gotten harder and harder as as my time has gotten more and more precious, I guess. But so I farm a yeah. lot of that out. But uh, you know, occasionally I like to do that, and it's fun, and especially with my own pipe collection, if you're kind of tinkering with it and you want to get the those, uh, you know, old, uh, you know, uh, ebonite, vulcanite stems, uh, just real high gloss, lacquer black polish, you know, looking so good and put a, you know, heavy, uh, you know, good carnauba wax on that, on that briar bowl. Um, you know, and I just don't have the, I, I just need some new tools. So I, I want a set of buffing wheels from Vermont Freehand for Christmas. Santa Claus, if you're listening, please, uh, please hook me up with, uh, the equivalent of socks and underwear for the, uh, Piper Pearman. <laughs> Man, that buffer does look ancient too. Like I remember like seeing that thing and it's just, you know, you, you, uh, there's an industrial level quality to it. No, it, 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 it's the real deal, man. Like, you know, and I've still, I've got, you know, guys that come in the shop and they, you know, I'll take them back to the office where I've got that thing tucked away now. And, um, you know, and they're like, you, you still use that? Like (laughs) I've even got pipe, pipe makers, you know, that are like, you, you still use that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah we we do man we uh you know it's, it's got its little uh it's little quirks but we we make good use of it but yeah but i do need some new uh new wheels for it so this is the way no i like it i like it all right here's my next one this is probably the most christmasy of all of my three options here my three oh, requests nice. from santa claus okay yeah, okay i for years have really wanted so all right well let me back it up a little bit more so i i you know you know me I, I i like movies i like television you know part of kind of what i like about the pipe culture is the way that it kind of sometimes pops its way into pop culture and and you know the way in which writers or actors or artists use the pipe to communicate something yeah always means a lot to me like like that i really love how that that resonates with me it's it's part of what kind of brought me into kind of pipe smoking and and what i really enjoy about it is it as an art form both in practice and also in the pictures mm-hmm. so so one of the pipes that has been kind of 
always in the back of my head is like, you know, I would really like a pipe like that. Not necessarily that pipe, not necessarily a replica, but a pipe like that. If you cast your mind back to a little film called Holiday Inn, okay? Do you okay. do you remember Holiday Inn? Nope, this not at all. Your boy, your boy Bing's in it. Okay, oh, this is okay. This, yeah, yeah. This is one of one of his big uh, holiday movies, and uh, in it, he uh, he plays this. He's this performer, but he really wants to kind of retire and open up an inn. And he he discovers that you know the, the in life is really terrible. You got to you know shovel all the the stuff and everything, and it's just he just hates it. He hates it so much. <laughs> And so he then gets this bright idea and he says, I'm going to open up this end, but it's only going to be open for holidays. So the rest of the year I get to kick back and relax and it's going to be great. And we're going to do all this performance and I got to hire the singer. And then he falls in love with the singer and you know, it's just this whole thing. And then she's going to run away with his best friend. I'm, I'm kind of spoiling the movie here, but at the same time, I'm kind of <laughs> rushing through, right? Because yeah. throughout the film, you know, it's, it's, it's our boy Bing, right? So what is Bing doing throughout the film? He's smoking his pipe. He's smoking right? his pipe. Yeah. All throughout. Uh, there's this really wonderful scene where the actress, she comes in, the singer comes in to uh, audition and she's singing white Christmas. She's singing, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Right. And so she's singing that song and Bing uses his pipe. He's, he's got the piano. It's right next to the tree. I've talked about this before on the show, but, but he, uh, on the tree, there are little bells hanging down and he uses his pipe to hit the bells, ding, dong, ding, 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 like yeah. while he's actually playing the piano, while she's singing and everything else. And then later in the film, that moment comes back to remind her as she's about to marry his best friend that she actually loves him. And so the pipe is kind of the symbol of, you know, of, of love and family stability. There's just a lot that's kind of wrapped up in that pipe, right? Wow. All, yeah. all the things we know a pipe represents, but you know. Yeah, but yeah. it just is specifically communicated in that way in that film. Because it remember, yeah. I mean, different things to different characters. I mean, we could go off on that, but I mean, like, you know, you talk about like Moby Dick, the pipe means something a little bit different from regardless. That pipe was a panel billiard pipe. And I have always kind of had my eye out for like a good panel billiard pipe, you know, that cubed stem, yep. like and yep. I mean, like the closest thing that I could probably cast somebody's mind to is like a Ratchery's Merlin uh, or Marlin Ten. I think those are beautiful. Which, yeah, yeah, they're, they're beautiful. I, I like the pipes that uh, that Ratchery's is is cranking out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think those were made in the Chacombe factory. I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. I mean, awesome, awesome pipes. They're all beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And so like that kind of that kind of cubed, not like fully cubed, but but almost completely cubed with a little yeah. bit around it, that paneled look and everything. Yeah, I've I've always been very curious as to smoke that and hold it and find out like what that would be like. Yeah. And so I can't quite ever bring myself to buy one for that reason. Cause I I've never smoked one and it, it, it brings to the mind the concept of a hand that's not quite comfortable holding it. But at the same time, yep. it does have kind of this significance of like, Oh, but like what it meant in this movie. And it's such to me, that's a Christmas pipe because it, of the movie. And because is of it a it longer, do you want a longer pipe or something that's more kind of normal, normal size? Do you know? I think medium. Of, yeah. Medium, yeah, normal medium, size. Medium, not, we're not, not talking like a, a church warden. We're not talking no, a nose warmer. We're talking no, just no. kind of a normal size pipe. Yeah. yeah I, you yeah, know, yeah. My, I have a kind of a, I don't talk about my Dunhills a lot because it's, you know, you just don't go around talking about, you know, your Dunhills a lot unless you're obnoxious. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, I, you know, have a nice. You don't go uh, around talking about your Dunhills a lot. No, that's, because, a, that's a, that's a, that's a true statement. Because yeah, you just yeah. don't if you're a, if you're a decent human, you know, but, uh, you know, you, <laughs> anyway, but I, I, I oh, it's I Dunhill have, Dave. Hey guys, y'all hear about my Dunhill, Dunhill Dave? Let me, <laughs> let me tell you about my Dunhills. All right. I, 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 I know I, I got this new Dunhill right here. Yeah. You seen this one right here? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> and a, and a new thing has been created. Oh, it's so good, Dunhill Dave. Um, yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> I just man, I've got to recover from that. That's beautiful. um. So I I do have yeah. a modest collection of Dunhills, and I will I will say my favorite Dunhill that I've got is a paneled billiard. It is a paneled hey, bill- okay. It is. I I, yeah. I bought a collection. This is gosh. This has probably been. Uh, seven or eight years ago now, I bought a collection off of a guy of of Dunhills that had quit pipe smoking and um, you know wanted to you know make a little money off his collection, but you know wasn't looking to you know get rich or anything. We kind of worked something out and and nice collection of Dunhills. And I had to I really needed to sell them because at the time the shop was just you know you know not 
particularly doing <laughs> doing well. Right, right, right. But I did pick one out for me and uh, to keep, and and I kind of surprised myself in that the one that I kept was a paneled billiard, and it is a great smoker. But I, I think the I think the fun of it for me is holding it in my hand. I, I love right? the tactile See? feel of it. And it's a it's a yeah. Dunhill shell. It's a Group Three. We're not talking about a huge pipe. We're talking about one that's just uh you know a moderately sized. Um, you know, nice uh, sandblast that really, you know, reveals some of that uh, kind of gnarly grain. But it's just a, it's just a nice pipe. But it is so comfortable in the hand. You can just something about those angles kind of, uh, you know, make it fun to to palm while you're smoking it. So, um, so I encourage you, man. I hope, uh, hope Saint Nick brings you a, uh, brings you a panel yeah. pipe. I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. All right, that's good. I'm glad to hear that it's a, uh, you know, it does feel kind of good in the hand because I'm. It's just, it's such a questionable thing. And I, I didn't know that um I, I you know I didn't know that that you had quite a collection of Dunhills like that. Perhaps you should uh, share more about that in the future. It's a you modest know, collection. Yeah. A modest, a modest and, and, collection. Of and Dunhills. you know what? You know, <laughs> you know what's really funny. I, I did not know that you were gonna you know bring this up, and I, I it's funny that I even you know mentioned that because now I'm gonna go back on what I said uh-huh. how people don't go around talking about their Dunhills, you know, because uh-huh. it's just a bad thing to do. <laughs> and, and and I'm going to tell you that the third thing I want from Santa Claus that's that's on my list it's written Dunhill right Dave Dunhill is, Dave what is, is it is a birth year Dunhill <laughs> John David Cole Dunhill Dave right Dunhill here Dunhill Dave yeah. <laughs> Man, okay yeah no, tell tell me about this what's this, this is pipe? the this is like the basic the basic suburban white girl like wearing her like. You know, just you this, know, this is your pumpkin spice pipe, pipe, pipe right pumpkin here. Pumpkin spice. This is what everyone right. wants, right? It's sure. like, oh, well, do you have your birth year Dunhill? You know, like, well, you you find it, you find a Dunhill. It's you know, kind of known as the luxury pipe of the world type of thing. Whether you think it's the best pipe or not, it's just a you know, it's the it's it's the pipe that you know, kind of through time has set the standard and you know, Rolls Royce, whatever it is, you know. But you know, you find one of those, and you find one that was made in your birth year, and it's kind of this thing oh, that a lot of pipe smokers like yeah. to do and you know oh have you gotten your birth year dunhill yet or uh whatever or, you know some people actually get them for their kids when their kids are born and that type of thing and so i have yet to buy a birth year dunhill um but i'm on the hunt i'm on i'm on the hunt i'm actually um currently uh, I've, i almost i almost pulled the trigger uh about a week and a half ago i, I was so close i found one on uh, actually one of our competitors uh online and um, you know, found that they uh, had a Dunhill Bruyere that was a reasonably priced uh, billiard that looked like it was, uh, you know, right up my alley, just something clean and simple and uh, classic, timeless. And, uh, you know, the finish was in good shape. There was no teeth chatter and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it was an expensive pipe, of course, because it was an older Dunhill that was in good shape. But, you know, I was willing to put a few shekels back for it and uh, say, OK, I finally got my birth, birth year Dunhill. But I hadn't uh, I didn't pull the trigger on it. I, I just haven't. Um, it, it's it's just I, I didn't just haven't found the one that kind of has in captive in. I don't know, captivated me yet or something. Right. So, you know, you're um, a discerning. I mean, definitely a discerning shopper from this. It, it can't just uh, 1984, I'm assuming. Is 1984 is yeah. the year. And, and I need it to. I need it to be something I'm going to smoke. Like, right. like I don't, you know, some of the most beautiful pipes in the world, I can just look at that pipe and say, man, that's gorgeous. I'll never smoke that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and I just want it to be a pipe that, um, that I'm going to smoke. So yeah, I've got to, uh, got to find that one, you know, got to find that one. So Santa, you know, my heart and you know <laughs> what I need. And I'm probably, probably assigning to a little too much, uh, credit that probably should go to someone else. But anyway, you do know my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. And Claus, if you're listening. Yeah. Mrs. Claus. <laughs> no. So uh, so pick me the, out the right birth year Dunhill uh, right. for me. And if you'll uh, not drop it down the chimney, if you'll just kind of gently place it, uh, it on the on the front porch, kind of, you know, like pipe smoking, sm- smoking Steve, that would be that. Would be ah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, you think just, they know each other, by the way? I think they're moral en- enemies, actually. What? Oh, the lore continues. Uh, I, all right, good. Deal. That's a that, that's a Russ Hicks drawing in itself, like yeah. Santa versus pipe smoking Steve. <laughs> the, the battle between Saint versus Nicholas and Gumby pipe smoking and the Steve, Tooth Fairy, and yeah, Wolverine, <laughs> and everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh man, I want that to be our Christmas card one year. That sounds great. Yeah, it's a great idea. All right, uh, all right. My last one. Here's my last one, man. Okay. Now, when thinking through what I want for Christmas, right? I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking like something that I, 
I want to wake up that morning, cup of coffee, walk over to the stocking, reach in, and what I pull out is something that I am going to be like just so excited for. You know, I'm talking about quality, all right? I'm talking about an, a general feeling of specialness that can only be heightened by Christmas, but exists before the holiday. One might even argue year round. They say make Christmas all year round. Well, man, I'm talking about a product from the people that do that every day. And of Are course, I'm t- talking about our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. <laughs> That's exactly no, but like, right, man. <laughs> this is legit, though. This is legit. So it's, I was this like, is both- have you, you haven't told your third thing yet. So, so I'm, I'm hoping that you haven't forgotten it and are not going straight into the you know segment where we talk about our, our great sponsor. But at the same time, it sounds like maybe they make something that, um, that 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 you want for uh, for Christmas. It's a both end. It's a both end. Of course, you know, we, we, we do appreciate Missouri Mission for sponsoring the show, but like they're legitimately, they've got a product that I both want and feel confused about, a little conflicted about, okay? <laughs> I feel conflicted about it. Cause, I'm, on the, I'm on the edge of my seat, I have to say. All right. <laughs> they've got this pipe, man. It's relatively new, okay? I think it's pretty, pretty, pretty brand new. Um, beautiful. Looks to have kind of a country gentleman style bowl. It's not a country gentleman. Yeah. A little bit of a longer stem. The, I guess, acrylic, if I had to guess, uh, a stem is absolutely, I mean, it's gorgeous, man. It's fantastic. It is a good looking pipe. And I'm looking at this thing. They call it the Tiberius. And I'm like, interesting. The Ooh. Tiberius. What a cool name. Yeah, really? What does that mean? And then I start reading about the description. Because, you know, one of the great things about our good friends at Missouri Mirsham, they got great descriptions. So many of their pipes take inspiration from uh, different uh, folks from history or from lore. And so this one starts off like this. Boldly go where no pipe smoker has gone before with the Tiberius by your side. Now, I hear that. And I'm like, hang on, that, that, that sounds kind of familiar. Boldly, (laughs) boldly go where no, no man goes before that. And I'm thinking, like, may the force be with you. No, that's not it. Uh, turn to the dark. No, Luke, I am. No, Easy not that. Easy now. Easy now. N- not that. <laughs> uh, in honor of the Starfleet captain, Tiberius. Wow. Uh, w- one presumes of the Kirk <laughs> that's <right. laughs> family. But, but that's exactly right. You know? Yeah. They, yeah. So this is a, this is a uh, pipe that, uh, that is inspired by uh, the James T. himself. And I got to tell you, man, as a Star Wars fan, I'm kind of looking at this. I'm like, okay, first of all. There's no competition, okay? We all know that Star Wars is better than Star Trek. That's we're not. We're, this isn't even like we're not even quick firing this. There's no need to quick fire that. This There's is just no need to quick fire it because we all know it. Even if we're fans of both, like myself, it's just you just kind of know it. Yeah, I don't hate. I, I don't hate unless it's like between the two. In which case, I mean, you know, we we got to do what we got to do. Like like right, Star right, Wars. Right. Is, you, is, you've is, had your fun. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, I'm looking and I I was kind of like you know. You know, to our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum, you know, if, if if you're looking for, you know, some perhaps alternative inspired uh, uh, pipes and everything, call me. Uh, maybe, maybe a scoundrel, you know, Sc- maybe, 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 maybe a princess, uh, maybe a knight, you know, maybe a space wizard of sorts. I, I don't know. We, we could. I'm just saying we could talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> because I, I, I see this pipe and it's gorgeous. And I want to encourage people to go out, pick up the Tiberius. It is a great looking pipe. And to our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum, who are we are so thankful for sponsoring this show. I'm just saying, maybe there's other opportunities out here. Y'all, y'all know how to get in touch. That's hilarious. I mean, no, it, it actually, I was actually um, not familiar with this particular pipe. It is beautiful, man. It, Isn't it, it awesome? It looks like it has yeah. a, a country gentleman style bowl and it, exactly, it has yeah. a kind of a thin pencil shank with a longer uh, stem. I, I think the, you know, the, the, the magic of this pipe is the acrylic stem. It's that it, it's almost like a, uh, th- we're not, we're not yeah. even to the advertisement part of the show yet. I mean, this is kind of, it's a blending I mean, of the I, two. I guess we're, we're doing we're, both yeah, here, but yeah, yeah it, 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 um, I, I was not familiar with this pipe until you literally just, um, just mentioned it. The stem on it is crazy. And I, and I tell you why I think it works for, for the Tiberius is, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of looks like space. It kind of looks like you're staring into yeah. a nebula. You know what I huh. mean? Wow. Uh, yeah. Like one of those, uh, you know, nebula that the uh, Enterprise uh, might might fly near to, uh, you know, rescue some uh, civilization that has been forgotten but is on the brink of uh, destruction or something. Uh, it, it is uh, it's, it's very beautiful. So, um, yeah. And it's a non-filtered pipe, too, which I know a lot of people uh, appreciate when Missouri Meerschaum uh, makes those. So that's but great. But then the Enterprise yeah. just flies by and be like, well, they're on the brink of discussion anyway. It goes against our prime directive if we're going to help them so let's just sit back and watch them all die (laughs) 
Well, no, that's when you you know you get data to read some poetry or something. You know, I, this, I, this predates. See, I know some Star Trek. This Tiberius predates data. That's okay. the, you know, All right, whatever. <laughs> You know, the great thing is, is like I mentioned, I, part of the, how this came up is because in preparation for the show, uh, I was looking for, you know, some of the pipes they've got and, and wanting to make sure we gave them a good uh, shout out for sponsoring the show. But then I, I came across this and I was like, no, actually, I'll, I'll want this one. I actually want that. <laughs> this is actually. So it ended up kind of being a little bit of a blending of the two. But a uh, big shout out. And hey, if you get a Tiberius, if you happen to pull out any Missouri Mirsham out of your stocking this Christmas, uh, be sure to give the folks at Missouri Mirsham a big shout out. Let them know that we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week is actually coming in from me. That's right, from me, what? John David. I've got a pipe question of the week. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's not like, you know, people write into the show all the time. We've got some great pipe questions of the week, but I, I yeah. kind of bumped them back because I have one that is specifically tied to something that you talk about on almost on an annual basis. Yeah. And that is how you have generally, and there are a lot of folks that do this, have kind of a tradition of collecting some holiday blends and then like storing them up and kind yeah. of giving them a year and kind of doing that. Smoke one now, save it you know, save the other one for, for a year. And we've, we've talked about kind of finding that sweet spot and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. but I'm curious, you know, that seems like a really awesome practice for somebody like yourself. Who's been in the game for a long time. That is kind of a hard ask for somebody who's newer to pipe smoking. And so I guess my question is to you, especially now, because I feel like, you know, over, especially over the last few years, there was a lot of turmoil and and turbulation in terms of like what blends are going to be here, which blends. Yes. Turbulence. (laughs) No, you know what? I'm sticking with it. Turbulation. I'll double down. Anyway, point is (laughs) tribulation and turbulence. It combines into turbulation. And that is what we've experienced. Go ahead. Yep. No, you're right. The the availability of some of these of some of these blends has been been difficult. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. So my question is now that it it feels, at least for the consumer standpoint, you might have a different perspective on this, but it feels like to some extent some things have been kind of like whatever the new normal is is starting to kind of like level out a little bit. I'm curious as to what you would advise a new pipe smoker who would like to start this tradition of kind of like, you know, uh, tracking a holiday blend over the years, which ones should they be looking towards to kind of begin that? Uh, I mean, I say investment, it's a personal yeah. investment. It's not like a financial investment or anything by that. Yeah. But yeah what, what would you say? Well, it's, it's hard. And, and, and let me be transparent. You know, I haven't been doing that as much since McClelland went out of business. Right, you know? right. I mean, that, that was the thing, right, is that, you know, every year you get your can of Christmas cheer and you put it back and then you open the can from last year kind of thing. Or or, or maybe, you know, on top of that, you bought a can, uh, two cans, and, and one of them you'd open this year uh, and then, you know, you'd let the other one sit for last. That way, you know, you get to try it now because you're all excited about, oh, what's this year's going to be like? And then, uh, but then also let it one sit back for a year and, um, and, and let that happen too. And so, um, yeah. And, and so that, that tradition has gone away, you know, we don't have that anymore and, uh, for a variety of reasons and, and hate that, but, um, but there are some other good Christmas blends out there. Of course, Jolly Old St. Nick from Cornell and Deal. And I want to say they have put out a corn cob pipe with a button nose again. I can't remember. It's something that is kind of turning into that, that I think some people, uh, are really learning to enjoy is Sutliff Kringle Flake, Kringle Flake, which they've come out with uh, now the past few uh, Christmases. And uh, the only thing with that is, is it's hard to get, you know, and so it's not yeah. something that you can just go out. And uh, unfortunately, that's one of those tobaccos that you've got to, you know, be awake at midnight when it, you know, shows up on such and such website and all this kind of stuff. It's just it's a, kind of a shame, really. I, I wish they would quadruple the amount of stuff that they uh, that they made because that tobacco is really, really good. Yeah, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, what you could do is, of course, get, uh, you know, some uh, of the holiday blends that are available at retailers like the Country Squire or 
Uh, we've talked recently about you know folks at um, you know Strauss Tobacconist and 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 the folks at uh, L.J. Peretti and so many storied pipe shops across the country uh, that make holiday blends, whether they are uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, Halloween, whatever. But um, you know, get you enough to to put some back, mm-hmm. and then um, you know maybe maybe designate some to smoke this year and uh, and some to smoke the next year. You know, um, another thing too is just to find tobaccos that you know age well. Well, if you're newer in in pipe smoking, you know anything that's got a good Virginia content, and and particularly anything with a Perique content, it's just gonna it's just gonna you know shine when it when it ages. And so, you know, if you if you think to, you know, maybe there's a special occasion in your life where you know, okay, well, every year I'm gonna purchase a can of uh, one that ages really great is a Scudo. You know, so uh, maybe I'm every year I'm gonna purchase a can of a Scudo and I'll open it up the next year, kind of thing. And and then you've kind of got this ongoing treat as you go through, uh, go through life. So, um, I don't know, just some ideas, but, um, yeah, you can really do any tobacco like that. It doesn't have to be a Christmas themed blend, uh, as long as it's one that you really like and you think that uh, a little age will help it. Yeah. But you know, those holiday traditions are really fun. I like what you said too, about like, you know, mining the other holidays as well. Cause yeah, you can, you can find some good stuff throughout the years. Great advice. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> it's do, just a- for instance, like at the Squire, you know, we have our two Christmas blends that we, you know, I talked about earlier and that we've got people that will, they jar them up. And so every year they get this year's blend and they put it in a jar and then they smoke the ones they got last year. And that's what they do. And so, you know, it's kind of this ongoing treat to look forward to. Oh, I can't wait to open up the, uh, you know, the the figgy pudding that I got from uh, from last December. So um, anyway, something to keep in mind. Yeah. All right. Well, good stuff. Well, hey, if you've got some pipe questions for us, be sure to send them into the show. That is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in from Pastor Joda. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. Star Wars and Christmas kind of go together a little bit in this household, so I love the fact that that's uh, that's two Star Wars references we've gotten in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the good pastor for that. Hey, these are our kind of uh, Christmas edition here. Are you ready, sir? Yes, bring it. All right. Talking snowman. Do you prefer Frosty the Snowman or Sam the Snowman from Rudolph? I don't. I don't even know what Sam the Snowman is. So, and Frosty smokes oh. a pipe. So, Frosty. I think that Sam the Snowman smokes a pipe as well. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is the narrator of the Rudolph stop motion thing. Okay. You remember that? He's like, let me tell you about the greatest one of all. He's walking around. He's got a vest and, and maybe a mustache. Yeah. I, 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 I vaguely, I remember at some point watching the Rudolph stop motion thing, but I, I guess I can't remember the, uh, the narrator. Yeah. Man, Sam is a that's a that's potentially a deep cut. I kind of want to give it to Sam just for the underdog status, because I mean, like everybody knows about Frosty, but not, not everybody clearly knows about Sam. So that's <laughs> man, prop, props to Joda on that one. I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Sam for that reason. Okay. Um, well, whatever. By the way, when you go back and like watch that old Frosty movie, like as an adult. And you realize like this teacher is trying to t- chase this underage girl. Like it's like, what's, what's going on here? This is terrible. <laughs> like at one point he literally tries to murder her and I'm like, what, what's, what's going on here? Ah, <laughs> uh, the fifties or whenever they made that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up uh, for the robbers, uh, Harry or Marv from home alone. Um, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Marv. You know, he was always the kind of the doofus one. They're both doofuses, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with Marv. Never liked Home Alone. Not a big fan of slapstick. So just, Golly, I, it's a toss up. I don't care. Uh, elves, <laughs> elves. Do you want Buddy or do you want Bernard? Bernard from the Santa Claus and Buddy from well, Elf. Yeah. So Buddy is he is he Will Ferrell's? He's elf? he's Will Ferrell. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll go with that one. Um, and Bernard was kind of like the handler for uh, Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. Um, he had a very like millennial-esque kind of like vibe going. I'm like, you know, that's not Elfie. Yeah. Let's go with, we got to yeah. go with Buddy the Elf. Okay. Yeah. 
Instant Me classic. Uh, the Grinch, the original, the Jim Carrey, or the new computer animation? The original, uh, 12 times out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, the, I, I, and I don't even know about the new computer animation, but, you know, the Jim Carrey one, it, it, it kind of creeped me out a little bit. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't for it. So, um, yeah, I got the original. I watch it every year. We've got it, you know, it's one of those few things that we've actually purchased on our Apple TV so we can, you know, go back to it year after year. Wow. It's a, okay, it's a, that's it's great. Love the, love the Grinch, man, and, and the original, um, stole Christmas. So, um, gotta go with that. My, my wife calls me the Grinch who stole the Grinch who stole Christmas. Uh, because I don't like the Grinch. Like I've never been a you fan are a Grinch. God. I tell you what, but only, I'm only a Grinch about the Grinch. I like, yeah. I like other Christmas movies and everything else, but I've just never been a huge fan. That said, even the, you're who's right. Like the Grinch, even the who's in Whoville, they, they liked the Grinch. They had compassion on him and let them, let him carve their roast beast. So you, you wouldn't the, even make it in Whoville. The Who's? I, I, I don't know. That <laughs> No, man. I just, I'm just not a big fan. But that being said, uh, you're right. The Jim Carrey stuff. Actually, that brief period of time where they tried to make Dr. Seuss live action was just yeah. a nightmare. That's yeah. some creepy stuff. Like, that was wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong, against wrong, it. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. I haven't seen the new computer animation, but I do know that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, if I'm not mistaken, it plays the Grinch. And uh, he's fantastic. So maybe it's good. I don't know. But... I'll go with the original out of the bunch. And then finally, Star Reindeer. Now, this is interesting. Star Reindeer, Prancer or Rudolph? So, huh? (laughs) Who's giving it to Prancer? That's my question. Like, who is giving this to Prancer? But Prancer, I mean, like in the old Christmas stories, right? There is no Rudolph, right? In the old Christmas stories, there's no Rudolph. It's just like on Prancer, on Dasher, on nixon or whatever they are <laughs> so i guess i guess that's the thing right so if prancer was le- leading the pack before and then all of a sudden See, rudolph th- comes on i think rudolph is like a modern and when i say modern like you know 20th century invention that we embraced because he's got a red nose and he's yeah. awesome and so I, I don't know i mean for me it's it's rudolph but you know i'm sure prancer is a great reindeer too and you know did some cool i mean stuff. like i i will say from that that standpoint i do feel for prancer a little bit i mean like he's been holding it down for years and all of a sudden this like new kid shows up and i mean in all fairness prancer was making fun of him so i mean like you know you kind of did it to yourself prancer but at the same time <laughs> you know in context like you know like when we kind of reevaluate uh, rudolph a little bit we're like yeah. okay well he's a super powered reindeer who has more superpowers than the other super powered reindeer right because they're all super powered they can all fly but he can fly and shoot lasers out of his face. And I, I mean, like, you know, anyway. Yeah, Rudolph. Absolutely Rudolph. Sorry, Prancer. I think he there worked in the uranium mines a little too long when he was, uh, you know, working on the old uh, Manhattan Project <laughs> or something. And his nose uh, just uh, something, something happened there. Something, something went down. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm going to throw one last one in here. OK, fine. Uh, cookie decorating. OK, this is not from Pastor Joda. This is me. I'm, I'm going to throw this in. Okay. Sugar cookies or gingerbread cookies? Oh, I'm going to go with sugar cookies, but I mean, by hair, man, don't make me pick. <laughs> well, so historically, we have always done sugar cookies. This year is the first year that we ever did gingerbread. Yeah. And we found so good. It's God fantastic. Way. It's so doggone good. I have never had good gingerbread before this year is the thing. Like yeah. I've had, you know, the gingerbread. We were actually there. There was this big gingerbread uh, construction competition in Houston where they get all of these like contractors and and like construction companies. Like they all meet up in the park. They all have tables, kind of like Gumbo Fest uh, yeah. in Jackson. Yeah. So they're all building these like, you know, gingerbread constructs. And it's it's. I mean, obviously incredible because it's all of these like architectural, like, you know, right. uh, professionals and it's really cool. So we went, uh, this, I guess last past weekend and we're walking through and seeing everything. And, you know, we were, I was kind of sharing growing up that we had attempted some gingerbread houses and, uh, you know, I think like my parents would get like the, the gingerbread house in a box and we would always try and it would always fall over and it was always pre-made gingerbread. So it was always like, you know, hard as a stale. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, and first of all, let me just preface this by saying the good folks at Primo's Bakery do fantastic work. Their their cakes, their sweets are amazing. <laughs> You're about to dog their gingerbread. They're 
their caramel cake is a a staple <laughs> in our house. It is a hol- like my birthday is not it's my a, birthday. It's a American tradition <laughs> institution <laughs> institution. <laughs> that said. I do not care for their gingerbread men. And <laughs> arguably in Jackson, you need to understand in Jackson for folks unaware that can be kind of like them's fighting words and yep. could get me banned from certain like places, but I don't live in Jackson anymore. One of those old, old pr- Greek primos women are going to come like cut you at night. I, I'm, I, I have to say of <laughs> all of the things knife <laughs> of all of the things that I have said on this podcast in the last past year that are controversial. This is probably the one I'm actually afraid to actually yeah. say out loud. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And the primo gingerbread. Red sucks. Yeah. Okay. I, I am not a fan. I, I didn't say I'm it telling sucks. you, watch your back for those little Greek women. Man. They're, they're, they're <laughs> coming for you. They're yes. coming for you. You said that. I didn't say that. No, I said no, I am no, not a fan. No, I'm just calling it what it is. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. This year, uh, my oldest brought home a, a, a book from the library at school, and it was like a, a Christmas cookbook type situation. And in it was a gingerbread recipe. We made it the other day, and I felt after years of nothing but the good folks at Primo's providing me with their version of gingerbread. This was the first time I had had, Oh, such amazing, like warm. Yeah. And like, like just like tasty gingerbread. Yeah. But like that perfect, like softness, but firm enough so that you're able to like decorate. Oh my Mm. goodness, man. Mm. Oh, so good. So we are now a gingerbread only uh, family from this point on no more sugar cookies for Christmas. (laughs) Weird. Santa's getting gingerbread. I don't know if that's going to help us or hurt us in the long run, but that's what's happening here. I'm going to go buy extra, gingerbread at primos and just just to keep just just so they can deal with just a counterbalance just a counterbalance yeah (laughs) yeah did did they ever sponsor this show for like a hot minute like back in the day i think they may have i don't think so (laughs) oh they did they they covered let's they sponsored let's talk jackson for for uh several episodes they're they're great that's right yeah and their cakes are fantastic i just want (laughs) to want to say that again hey quick fire questions if you got some quick fire questions for us send them into the show that is show at country squire radio.com again that is show at country squire radio.com your thoughts your comments listener feedback listener feedback all right man uh this is great man this first one is coming in from uh, caleb frankert of the old-fashioned finance podcast actually yeah. i was talking to caleb a couple days ago actually and um he had he'd made mention of this uh, to me it's such a cool idea uh what did caleb have to say he says hey guys i wanted to share something that my amazing wife came up with for the christmas season every year she makes an advent calendar for our kids with various trinkets candies and scripture Well, this year, I get to join in on the fun. Every morning until Christmas, I open up one ounce of Country Squire tobacco. Whoa! (laughs) That's awesome. I have to say, uh, this is a great way to sample blends from the Country Squire that I've yet to try. Uh, Ten days in and no disappointments. Keep up the good work, John David. Uh, And maybe you should look into a Country Squire advent calendar for next Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to both of you. Uh, your pal and pipes, uh, Caleb Frankfurt, and they, uh, Caleb, of course, uh, from the Old Fashioned Finance podcast, which uh, which we highly recommend. Think you ought to go check out. So, uh, dude, that's so kind. I, I've never, um, I I didn't know that uh, you had done that. That's uh, that's really precious, man. I feel like I'm part of your part of your family tradition now. So that's great. <laughs> Man, I, I love that concept That's too. Cool, like a, like man. a twelve yeah. or a, an advent uh, leading up to Christmas, and with the uh, the various pipe uh, tobaccos at the country square. It's funny when he told me, I was like, "Man, did y'all have that many blends?" And I, I guess you do. Yeah. You, you got a whole wall of them, so yeah, there's no I mean, reason why they can't take you to Christmas. It fluctuates, but I mean, it's right now. I think it's around thirty. Yeah. So yeah, but, yeah. Anyway, man, that's awesome. Great, great concept, Caleb. That's Thanks cool. So much for Thank you, Caleb. That. Yeah. Uh, Adam Dunbar writes in, he says, uh, Spotify let me know that I listened to a total of 172 episodes for uh, an average of about 7,675 minutes, which comes to around 5.4 solid days of Country Squire in my head. I wish I could figure out how to post that picture. <laughs> Looking to shoot for 10 full days of listening in the upcoming year. Happy holidays, folks. And again, that is from Adam Dunbar. Now, this is interesting. Man. So you know that Spotify does this thing at the end of the year. I think they've done it for the last yeah. one or two years where for the people that are listening on Spotify, they kind of gather up their data and they say like, Hey, here's something interesting. You listen to a lot of this show and here's a lot of like metrics about that. And we, we got some of those metrics as well in terms of like, these are the people listening to your show. This yeah. is like, you know, X amount of people actually listened on their birthday, X amount of people. You were the number one podcast they listened to. Yeah. What continents people are listening to you on all this kind of stuff. 
Yeah, and it's it's really cool to get those uh, those metrics. The five point four solid days of Country Squire Radio in my head—that is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking like like we have to spend twenty four hours in our own heads. Yeah, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I wouldn't either. And now we're in your head. So <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas. <laughs> Adam, thank you so much for uh, listening. Yeah, Adam, thank you, man. Long time loyal listener. We're so grateful Absolutely. for you, man. <laughs> and 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 have pity on you as well. <laughs> well, man, I know that uh, John David, you've been cooped up, and uh, it's not exactly the way that one wants to to spend the holidays and and kind of these last final days ramping up to Christmas and everything. But hopefully, we've been able to bring a little holiday yeah. cheer, a little little. Uh, hey, this has been a lot of fun, man. It, this has been my. Uh, I feel like it's a it's a portal into the. Uh, the rest of the the world that's out there living, uh, you know, and all that uh, stuff. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, hopefully, God willing, I'll uh, go get tested tomorrow morning. I'll be COVID free and I'll be right back at the shop uh, slinging pipe tobacco and making up for lost time. But uh, man, this has been uh, this has been great. Yeah, been a lot of fun. Man, I would say that that is our, our hope and prayer for you and our hope and prayer for everyone. Just good health in this coming year. Um, just really uh, just so thankful for everybody that tunes in every single week for the show. Those of you who yeah. just discovered us, those of you who've been with us all the way back many years ago in day one. Um, you know, whenever we get to monumental moments like a hundredth episode or or kind of the the holidays in particular, it's just a really great time to take stock and say thank you all so very much for listening to mm-hmm. the show, uh, mm-hmm. for supporting us, especially those of you who are supporting us over on Patreon and and the club members. Like this, we would not be here doing this right now without you. Like that is just a truthful statement. And we thank you so, so very much uh, for making this happen. All right. Uh, We want to encourage y'all to keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter's at Squire Radio. You can follow John David at John David Cole. You can follow the shop at underscore Country Squire. But all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. John David, Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, Bo. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too, man. Well, hey, let's go have a happy holidays, and I'll see you, well, not next year. I'll see you after Christmas. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, let's go have a happy holidays, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you uh, next week for our big best of episode. That's right. See you then, bud. Let's go have a day. Bye. fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.